0: Welcome to the Masters of Travel series. Uh, my name is John Werner. I'm the president of Mass Travel Network. Uh, we are a network of professional travel advisors, uh, numbering of about a 1,000 uh, professionals in our network. And um, I'm here today with Tammy Richardson, who is one of our travel advisors. And um, I want to talk to Tammy today about her trip to St. Lucia and uh, learn what's special about going to St. Lucia and and the kinds of experiences that she would like to share with us today. So, Tammy, welcome to the Masters of Travel series.
1: Yes, thank you so much, John. I'm really excited to be here and share my experience.
0: Well, that's wonderful. And, uh, you know, your trip to St. Lucia was uh, not too long ago, maybe a month or so, would you say?
1: Yeah, it was the first week of October. Okay, and uh what airport did you fly out of we flew out of nashville tennessee bna good
0: and 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 so what was it like at uh at the airport in nashville had, had that been your first time back in the airport since uh
1: the, this whole pandemic uh, broke out uh, actually no i started back flying in july of course this is our business so we I wanted to be out and about and explore what was open to, you know, show our clients firsthand experience. I will say it was a little sad to see how empty the airport was. Yeah. That was a little different. I will also add that what I expected was not a lot of people in line. Mm -hmm. However, because of social distancing, and all the safety precautions. It took a little longer to get through, checking in for my flight as I had expected.
0: Okay. And, um, and then, uh, so you must and then you probably uh, transferred uh, planes somewhere um, to get to St. Lucia. Was that in Miami or Atlanta, Charlotte, uh, where? Atlanta. Atlanta, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and similar experience in Atlanta, just kind of on the quiet side um, at the, in the airport?
1: yes and i'm sure you've been to atlanta and you know what a huge airport that is yes. and so it was a little quieter than what you are expecting and what's the normal and there it was great to see people though yeah
0: yeah no people definitely are traveling mm-hmm. and um, so it is good to see uh, good to see that the um, why did you pick st lucia what was had you been to st lucia before what was the
1: draw I love the Caribbean and St. Lucia sandals had offered the opportunity for me to visit sandals, grand St. Lucian. So I had to take a COVID test. I really didn't want to, yeah. <laughs> but I took one for the team and did it. So yeah.
0: that's, um, uh, I don't know if St. Lucia is still requiring a COVID test before arrival, but, uh, was that like a 72 hour, uh, test or something like that
1: yes and they are still requiring yeah okay and you just had
0: to prove that you had taken the test and negative you were negative and all that kind of stuff you just had some kind of what a piece of paper or something that showed um
1: yes you have to make sure because all of the caribbean islands have different requirements different test requirements so you really have to stay on top of those things to know to make sure you get in the biggest thing that I have noticed through all of this with entry into the Caribbean is you have to show that paperwork on the second flight. Mm -hmm. So I had to show mine in Atlanta. They will not let you board that flight without that paperwork. Okay. Yeah. And each individual has to have that paperwork. Okay. Well,
0: yes, that's, um, you know, um, at the front end, before you get to St. Lucia, it would be better to, you know, have the clearance and everything once you get on the flight. So so once you were on the flight between Atlanta and St. Lucia, how was the flight full? Was it 50% full? What was it like?
1: Well, we flew with Delta, and they're, they are continuing to keep the middle seat open. So it was not a full flight, and it was um, a lot of people on it, though. Mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised to see, and excited all at the same time, how many people were on the flight. Yeah. And Delta does a great job. They gave out snacks and drinks, and they really were very adamant about you had to keep your mask on unless you were drinking or eating. Right.
0: Yeah. Did they actually have uh, put uh, push the food cart down the aisle, uh, or were they just handing uh, handing a bag? You
1: said they you said they were serving drinks, so. Uh, it was prepackaged. Prepackaged, okay, yes. yeah. So it was All a right. small bottle of water and Cheez-Its and I think the biscotti biscuits that they. Oh, offer. okay, okay. Similar to
0: other airlines, I yes. guess uh, they, yeah, pretty close in policies. Uh, so when you uh, arrived in Saint Lucia, what was your, what was your first impression there? Then at the airport,
1: I was I loved the Caribbean hospitality. So uh, that's what I'm kind of accustomed to when I visit. And St. Lucia was no different. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was my first time. So when we um, got off the plane, we had to go through the COVID protocols. They met you with a piece of paper that you had to fill out. Mm-hmm. That was very easy to do. So we filled that out. And then we went through, of course, the COVID screening. And that was easy as well because we had already completed the paperwork. Sure. you know they take your temperature the thing i have noticed more than anything is you don't really even have to have your hand sanitizer on you because they're pumping it in your hand Right, <laughs> everywhere right. You go.
0: <laughs> yes yeah i've seen that um so uh, so you were going to the sandals resort um and which property again because there are more than uh, more than one sandals property on on the
1: island Yes, we went to Sandals Grand St. Lucian. Grand St. Lucian, okay.
0: Uh, and and w- what did you take for transportation to get to the resort?
1: Well, Sandals includes the transfers, so we used their transfers to and from the resort.
0: Okay, and it, was it um, were you the only uh, people in the transfer, or there were there other guests going to the hotel too?
1: there were other guests and they keep the windows rolled down and you have to wear your face mask. Sure. Okay. All right.
0: So then um, you arrived at the resort and uh, then what was your first impression getting out of the vehicle?
1: Beautiful. I mean, it was gorgeous is what I expected. And they met us with, of course, they took our temperature first mm-hmm. and then they gave us hand sanitizer and then of course their cold washcloths that have the essential oil on it. I think it's lemongrass mm-hmm. that is so refreshing. Yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite part of you know when you arrive. So right.
0: yeah, well that's neat. And um, the uh, I heard they um, that you know they've ch- changed the check-in process a lot so you know people don't have to stand in lines and they try to make it contactless. And w- was that a breeze then to just get a a key to your room and go?
1: Yes. Well, we were club level. So they took us to the club level lounge and we were all separated, you know, social distancing. Sure. Of course, the club lounge is a bigger area. So that was easy to do. Yeah. It was a very easy process. And again, the hand sanitizer and. Yeah.
0: Okay. And um, so, um, and that's a fairly good sized resort, isn't it? it Quite spread out?
1: I know. I don't think so. I I find it to be a more of a compact resort when you compare it to other sandals. Mm -hmm. I like the feel of it because it was the smaller quaint resort. Sure.
0: Okay. Um, And then um, uh, the uh, staff um, how was the staff at the resort, you know, as far as following all the protocols and everything? you What did you notice that they had to do?
1: They all wore masks and they were very sweet and genuine. You could tell that they were so happy that people were coming back. Yeah. You could tell they, so we, my husband loves crepes. So we went into Josephine's a couple of times when we were there and every time we were leaving, they would say, oh, please come back tomorrow. Uh-huh. You know, come back and see us. They were, everyone there was just so gracious and it made you feel good to be a part of that.
0: Right, yeah, no, that would it's really nice. And so uh, speaking of restaurants then, did you, um, were the, all the restaurants open?
1: yes they were all open however they had them on rotating nights
0: okay yeah
1: So one night one would be closed while the other one and it gave them the opportunity to clean sanitize
0: yeah uh did and so um i don't know if reservations are required or offhand or not but for those restaurants did you you make reservations ahead of time
1: There's only a certain few that require reservations, but the club lounge and the culinary department will help you with that. Oh, sure, sure. And uh, so uh,
0: once you were at the resort, um, you know, what was the feeling around the property? Everything was, you know, the pool, the beach. Did you get to use uh, all of the um, resort activities?
1: Yes. So the swim-up bar was open. Uh, everyone was social distancing though, and of course they weren't at a hundred percent capacity. So yeah. it was very easy to social distance sure. And we used the beach, we used the pool, and everything was perfect. I mean yeah. we had a great time and I'll say that everyone that was there, the clientele, you could tell they were happy to be there. Mm-hmm. And we met quite a few that had to reschedule their honeymoons and, you know, vacations. So they were just excited that they finally got to arrive. Sure, sure.
0: Um, did you get to see any other uh, properties while you were on the island?
1: No, because the government in St. Lucia has pretty strict guidelines right now. Oh,
0: yeah, and I was yeah, I was wondering how they, because there's so many neat um smaller uh, kind of hidden, uh, not hidden properties, but I know luxurious properties that are um, great for uh, just kind of chilling out and, and kind of having, you know, like, you know, you know, private um, hideaway type of experiences in St. Lucia, but uh, uh, you didn't get a chance to see the other resorts, but. No,
1: unfortunately, no, we wanted to, Uh, they have regulations and guidelines sure and of course it's to protect their their beautiful island and their people and i understand that
0: right did you um did you go off property though to any of the uh did you get to do any other activities away from the resort
1: we did not Uh, unfortunately it rained a couple of days that we were there oh sure so you know yeah we can't stop mother nature so no no
0: in this time of the year too in october they uh they do get more rain but um the uh but i know the island is very lush and tropical very green beautiful scenery like the piton uh piton i'm not sure if i'm saying that right but um um uh, very breathtaking scenery and and um Hiking and things like that. Um, so the uh, the uh, the pool area itself is um, is it a, a kind of a small pool area or very large and every you know lounge chairs and everything are all spread out. And-
1: I would say it's probably a good medium-sized pool, mm-hmm. but of course there's also a quiet adult pool. Okay. And- so there's and then there's another one where there's a volleyball net. Oh, yeah. so kind of three together. Sure. So to speak, but they have plenty of pool area. Yeah.
0: What What's the uh, the beach like? There is it the kind of beach where you can take a long
1: walk on it, or is it? I mean, how? Uh, well, it's it's a bay area, so it's not long. It's probably I would say a mile. Okay. So it is long enough that you can walk it and it's beautiful, and I was surprised. One thing I noticed was because it rained those couple of days, even during the rain and after the rain, the water was still clear, and you could see the ocean floor.
0: Oh, nice. I
1: thought that was spectacular. Yeah,
0: no, that's neat. So you, you like going in the uh, ocean into the water,
1: and um, it was, I'm sure, nice and warm, and Oh, definitely warm, yeah. and it was beautiful, and again, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I always travel with my water shoes, uh-huh. because you never know if you're going to have seashells, Yeah, and that was what I found at St. Lucia Grand was the seashells. So I always wear water shoes just so I don't cut my feet up or, you know, you never know when you may step on something unsuspecting.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So it sounds like being on a bay, the water was
0: fairly calm, so you didn't get knocked over by waves and things like that. You could really uh, walk out quite a distance, I guess.
1: Yes, you could. And it was very calm.
0: Oh, nice. It was was
1: perfect. So
0: um, what's your favorite restaurant at the resort?
1: Oh my goodness. I would probably say Josephine's and the the pizzeria. They have a wood fire pizzeria. And my husband and I love the pizzeria and the crepes. I try not to indulge on the crepes too much, (laughs) but the chocolate peanut butter one is, with Uh, the Nutella, is amazing. (laughs) Right, I'll bet it is, yeah. so besides the wood fire pizza
0: and the crepes, what would you say was your favorite meal there? Your lunch, Breakfast, lunch, dinner? pick Just pick one. What was the, your
1: favorite? Uh, I really love having um, club lounge mm-hmm. or club-level rooms. We always do breakfast in our room. Oh. Okay. And that's probably my favorite. The Blue Mountain Coffee. Yep and the pastries and you know whatever you want to order there's so many things on the menu right
0: so you just uh have a menu you check off what you want you put it on your door before going to sleep the night before and they come by and just deliver it the next morning whatever time you designate is that that's how
1: it works right you call club lounge yeah just call and they take your order and they deliver it the next morning and it's perfect because you're on vacation right sometimes it's good to sleep in <laughs>
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: um,
0: so the um, what client what type of clientele um, do you feel the this resort is perfect for you mentioned honeymooners mm-hmm. um, you know what what would be your recommendations for the type of uh, person that would just love it there and never want to (laughs) leave
1: definitely honeymooners and destination weddings one thing that I really observed that I thought was amazing was we saw age brackets from 25 years old all the way up to 70 and everybody just mingled and talked and I love that I love the vibe right good yeah
0: well since you brought up destination weddings did you Did there happen to be a destination wedding taking place
1: while you were there? No, there was not a destination wedding, but there was a bride there looking at the -the over-the-water chapel, which is beautiful. I'll bet. Um,
0: So, um, yeah, I didn't realize that they had an over-the-water chapel there. Is it the kind of thing where they have a a glass floor? and. You're, you can get out there and, and say your vows and have uh, fish underneath you swimming under is that what, that would be probably what it would be like, right?
1: Yes. That's exactly how it is. Yeah.
0: How neat. <laughs> um,
1: so um,
0: what kind of other tips would you, uh, advice that you would give people that are traveling to St. Lucia?
1: Well, one thing I would suggest is to make sure that you research and know what excursions are open before you go during the pandemic mm-hmm. because obviously, right now we're in the middle of a pandemic, and the government has restricted what's available
0: mm-hmm.
1: so and again, it's for social distancing and you know just keeping them safe and their clientele safe because. They also don't want clients flying home with COVID and exposing people on the plane and and back in the States. So that would probably be my number one tip. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then, um, so, you know, since you, um, um, some of the activities off property, um, may not have been open and, and, and that you didn't venture to them, but at the resort itself, uh did they pretty much have their activities open like could you go snorkeling right there from the beach and take different watercraft
1: out and so forth yes they did have their water sport uh water sports open yes okay good good
0: so then um what was it like then um at the end of your stay you were there how many nights
1: We arrived on Thursday and left Sunday. So we were only there for three nights. Three
0: nights. So then uh, at the airport on the flight home, then um, anything unusual that you had to go through just to get back?
1: Really, the only thing that people will want to know is that when you get back into the airport, they take your temperature. Mm -hmm. You never know it. They always tell you to stand on the red circle, and they have a That takes it. You don't even have to be close to anyone. And then the people that help you with your luggage, you can't take your luggage in. They have to help you with your luggage. Oh, okay. So I thought that, and I was happy with that because I don't mind. I don't mind tipping for that. It just makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And so, and they helped us, you know, with our flight vouchers and getting our boarding passes and everything. All right.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good, you know, to have some more assistance like that. Um, that just uh, probably to help ease everybody through the airport and not let them stand in lines and bunch up. And I'm mm-hmm. sure um, that's you know part of it. So then on the way back home, same situation. Flight is was fairly full, but the Delta Delta has the middle seats open. So um, you change planes in Atlanta again. I, I yes. would guess, on the way back. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, so one tip I will say is when you're flying back, it's really important to either eat at the St. Lucia airport or to eat a a nice breakfast before you leave your resort. Because once you get back back into the States, you know, you have limited dining options as well in the airports.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I experienced too, as uh, the, the restaurants, the airport restaurants are just not open, um, most of them anyway. Uh, so um, what did you, what would you say was uh, the, it was a learning experience, obviously, because you know, being in the, in the, in the business and uh, your biggest takeaway from this trip, would you say?
1: Well, I'm really grateful that I got to experience St. Lucia because I have a passion for the Caribbean. So, um, but I was able to come back and I wrote up step by step for my clients that are traveling to St. Lucia um, because I believe it's important to have that firsthand knowledge, you know, and to explain because if you're already nervous, having that step by step will help ease your mind and get you through it without panicking and, you know, but I felt safe during our travels to St. Lucia. I can't wait to go back again.
0: I'll bet. I'll bet. Um, what other Caribbean islands have you been to?
1: I've been to St. Lucia and the Jamaica multiple times. And I had quite a few trips booked to Turks and mm-hmm. Barbados and those all got canceled, unfortunately, because yeah. of the pandemic. So it's okay. Cause it's on my 2021 bucket list.
0: Right, right. Yeah, oh, we'll I'm sure <laughs> you'll get the opportunity to go there. And yes. uh, uh, so, would you have an, another, a next trip already planned?
1: I am supposed to go to uh, St. Lucia again in January. Oh, okay. So we'll, you know, we don't really know. We're just kinda going with the flow and see sure. how it what happens. Yeah. And uh we're I'm heading back for my agency to Disney and Universal. Okay. And in, De- in December. So I'm doing that. And then the, you know, I'm ready. Right.
0: Well that's it's so wonderful to have that first hand experience that you can share with your clients and uh because um, I know that people are, you know, they ask questions. What is it like? What do? What can I expect? And um, it's it's um, great that you're able to do that for them. And uh, so, uh, anything else that you can think of that you would uh, like to like to say?
1: Well, I would just say I'm really proud and honored to be a part of the travel industry and our travel agent community because the ones that couldn't travel, you know, we, we tried to help each other Mm -hmm. and just share that for your clients because people are starting to travel again. And it's just really great to see that everyone come together for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. And, um, um, yeah, it's, it's great to be able to uh, talk to um, your peers and colleagues in the industry and, and, of course, share a lot of information and knowledge. And so it's a, a very um, excellent thing to have that resource uh, Yes. Available. So, um, well, Tammy, I think um, uh, that this has been great. I've enjoyed the conversation and learning all about St. Lucia. I've not been to St. Lucia myself. Uh, so I'm excited about uh, um, hopefully being able to go there in the not too distant future as well.
1: Yeah, we need to get you there. Yeah, you <laughs> need for to sure. experience it for sure. I think you'll love it. It's it is definitely lush tropical, and re- would remind you of Hawaii. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, the, the pictures are amazing that what I've seen. So yeah. and talking to people like yourself that have returned from there. So someday I will. Yes. Someday soon. Yes. So, well, th- thank you, Tammy, very much. I appreciate it. And um, we'll talk next time.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, John. I appreciate the opportunity to give this interview. Take care. All right. You too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Masters of Travel. You can find us on Facebook at Mass Travel Network, on Instagram at Mass Travel Network. And on Twitter at MVP Travel. If you would like to find a travel advisor near you, please direct message any of our social media sites.